You okay there? Jesus. I think I hurt someone. This is Ed Warren, here with Lorraine. All right, let's get started. Residents of Brookfield were shocked this afternoon by the broad daylight murder of Bruno Sauls. The court accepts the existence of God every time a witness swears to tell the truth. I think it's about time they accept the existence of the devil. Whatever is going on, whatever happened that day, that was not Arnie. It's a witch's totem. We think your family was cursed. And that connection's still broken. I'm only interested in reality. But I can see things that your people can't. Something terrible happened here. A master Satanist is not an adversary to be taken lightly. She's doing it again. She's reaching out to the darkness. Lorraine, you need to come back. You're saving him with everything you have. Because that's what it may very well cost. Welcome back to the Cinemania World Podcast, everyone. My name is Dwayne, and today we have our movie review for The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. I am joined by special guest from the Cinemania World team. Joining me for the review, we have Alex Madden. Alex, how are you? What up, what up? Cinemania in the building. What's going on? Not much. How you doing, man? Good. Good. About to, about to play some Resident Evil Village after this. You are okay, okay, okay. Yeah. How you doing? We are going old school today, um, yeah. doing a doing a review with just you and I, yeah. like how it used to be back in the day, way before this podcast got you know got more traction. You mean we're going stuff. on Twitch? Yeah, in the early days, Alex and I would come back from a screening, and we would do reviews together. But we are here today, you and I. We actually saw this movie last week. Yeah, we did so. We saw the movie last week, and you know scheduling is horrible. So we are f- doing our review right now. Um, I still remember most of the movie and stuff like yeah, that. I do, but I do too. Are you gonna rewatch it tomorrow when it comes out on HBO Max? Uh, we'll we'll see. I don't know. We'll see because my, my mother doesn't want to watch it. But I don't know. Uh, we'll see. But we'll get into the Blame review. <laughs> <laughs> if we um, we'll get into the review. If you don't know. Everyone, the story is the third installment of the Conjuring franchise. 
and it follows the Warrens who investigate a murder that may be linked with demonic possession. And of course, it stars Vera Farmiga and Patrick Wilson coming returning as Ed and Lorraine Warren. And instead of uh, James Wan, this was directed by Michael Chavez. And let's get into the review. This is so. This is the third installment of this of the Conjuring trilogy. But this is the eighth, I believe, installment yep. of the Conjuring Fran uh universe, the Conjuring yep. universe. Uh, you know, we have the three move the three Conjuring movies, we have the three Annabelles, and then we have the Nun and the Curse of La Llorona. So uh which was the Curse of La Llorona was actually directed by the director of this one. So let's get into it. Let's get our thoughts here quickly. Alex, what'd you think? The first half I thought was solid. I think the movie opens up on a really exhilarating and intense uh, opening sequence. I think it's the best opening sequence out of all three of the Conjuring movies so far. Um, I thought that the first half, while it was emulating James Wan's style, I think that you needed to do that to make it feel consistent and cohesive with the other two movies. Um, so I really like that in the first half, at least, we were getting like some really long takes like how James Wan would usually like film his movies. Uh, the jump scares I thought were pretty good um, or the staging of the scares uh, rather uh, I thought were pretty good in the first half. There were a couple jump scares in the first half where um, it didn't feel earned, but for the most part in the first half of the movie, um, the scares are set, are set up very well. I think the tension is there in the first half. I was, I found myself invested um, in the story that they were trying to tell in the first half. It's just, in the second half, we go in a completely different direction that bored me to death. Um, the scares became very cheap after a while. It felt like it felt like we were going from the style of the first two Conjuring films in the first half of this film to the style of Curse of La Llorona. With that, Michael Ch- is it Chaves or Chavez? Chaves. I I think it's Chaves. Um, okay. I keep saying Chavez, but I think it is Chaves. Yeah, I, think I think it's Chaves too. Yeah, that I mean, okay. we, we we just fall back onto his really like terrible ways of producing scares that he did in La Llorona, and the movie just became something that I didn't want it to become. There's this really dumb thing involving Ed and Lorraine Warren. The edit, dude, the editing in the second half is atrocious. Oh, yeah. I couldn't um, believe it. If there's one constant throughout the entire movie, it's Patrick Wilson and Vera for me. Yeah, so I'll I'll go into some positives. Um, what I'll say is that I I liked the open, not the opening scene. I liked how the movie was setting up after the opening scene. Yeah, because one of my big, one of the big things I. One thing about horror is well, that I love is that usually horror starts off great. A lot of yeah. horror movies usually my big my big takeaway is how do you open a movie? Mm. Uh, we saw that with A Quiet Place, great opening for the Quiet A Quiet Place Part Two. Yep. You know, um, there's a bunch of other horror movies that have fantastic openings, the Scream movies and stuff like that. And Conjuring One and Two, they both have great openings. So. The one way you can reel me in when you have a horror movie, especially the Conjuring movies, is to have a good opening. And I thought the opening started off really decent when they were doing kind of the homages to The Exorcist, 
and stuff. Yeah. Even like one of the opening shots is like, you know, straight out of The Exorcist. Yeah. I love that. But when it gets to the crazy, ridiculous stuff, like that's where it started to lose me. Like mm-hmm. right, the yeah, demon or whatever is flipping all over the place and things are flying everywhere and the yeah. house is in a tornado mm-hmm. or something. All that stuff just really takes me out of it. And the first conjuring and the second conjuring, they do that at the end as far as when things go crazy and stuff. But this one makes it feels like it took it to the next level to where the believability is just totally gone for me. Yeah. Um, so after that, we get into the actual story, uh, which I do enjoy as far as, you know, setting up the court drama and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. when we get into the meat of the movie, the tr- first of all, the trailers show uh, virtually everything yeah. and yeah. stuff. Um, all the big scenes is all straight from the trailer. And that's another thing the other movies have never done because the first Conjuring trailer really shows nothing of the whole movie so so that when you go into the movie you're super shocked by a lot of stuff that happens in the movie um and this one does not have the same yeah um i thought the tension was very lost here uh the 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 you know the tension building that james wan is so good at is 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 extremely missed here and um i i I, maybe i'm just maybe just being a horror purist like I just was not scared at all. And I just remember coming from the second one, being scared of the little girl in the movie and being scared of the nun and stuff like that. And just Valak, you know, the demon entity itself, the old guy entity I was afraid of the, uh, you know, then the first one you have the witch and stuff like that from the first one. This one's antagonist is not good. It's not, I just did not. I just didn't really vibe with this one the way I wanted to vibe with it because I'm such a huge Conjuring fan. I think the problem is is that the first two relied more on like haunted house type of stories, whereas this one's demonic possession. And I think, and where they're trying to capture like the first like time like somebody in a court case has ever pled like guilty due to or not guilty due to demonic possession, like that's not. That's only. I feel like that's only like hinted at in the movie like they're literally just scraping the bottle the the bottom of the barrel in terms of that like there there should have been a lot more um in terms of the courtroom stuff because that was really like in the first half with uh it's the character arnie johnson like that was that was the stuff i was really looking forward to and that was the stuff in the first half that i was gravitating towards and then the second half just kind of got away from that and like forgot about it and it just became it honestly like that's a as I said earlier, like I, I really do enjoy the first half of this movie, but once it gets to a certain point, it just feels like it's another Conjuring spinoff movie, you know? Yeah, and that's just something, I don't know. Uh, yeah, it, it did not feel at all whatsoever, like, because listen, I'm a fan of the Conjuring universe, right? Mm-hmm. There's a couple of movies that I don't really like. Uh, the Curse of La Llorona was my favorite Although I love the trailers for it, but yeah. the Curse of La Llorona was, wasn't my favorite. I had, I I think the nun actually has great tension, and mm-hmm. a lot of its scenes, a lot of people kind of write it off because the movie itself, people aren't a fan of. But I think the nun has great tension. Uh, so I, I have my enjoyment with that one. I have my enjoyment with um 
with Annabelle creation and Annabelle comes home. Yeah, I do not like the first Annabelle. First Annabelle was not good. I haven't good. seen it, so I can't comment. <laughs> yeah, it's not good. But uh, I hold the Conjuring movies to a standard, like the first two, to such a horror blockbuster standard. Same like with like It Chapter 1 I, and maybe a little bit of Chapter 2. You know, I hold them up to like a standard where this is the masterclass of horror blockbusters and stuff. Yeah. And of course, you kind of go lesser when you get into the the uh, when you get into like the universe itself. You know, you yeah. go into kind of lesser forms and uh, the lesser quality of films. So this movie, even with even with how they gave it a subtitle, it just does not feel like yeah. a Conjuring movie. It just never did for me. That- the trailers didn't feel like the Conjuring. the uh, The subtitle throws me out of it. Uh, and just the movie itself does not feel like a Conjuring movie. It felt very much like one of the other spinoffs. Dude, I hate when movies do this. Like, I don't know why is Hollywood so goddamn trendy. Like, I hate when it's just How to Train Your Dragon, How to Train Your Dragon Two, How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World. I'm like, just call it How to Train Your Dragon Three. Which I don't mind the Hidden World because it make, like it 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 makes sense. But but like the yeah. Conjuring, The Conjuring Two, The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Whatever. Because uh, that's a dumb subtitle. Anyway, it makes sense, but it's lame. Um, you know what I think it is? I think it's studios not wanting to date and make their movies feel old when they have the number. And yeah, you know what dude, I mean? Yeah, dude. Um, and then you, but, but then you turn into to Fast and Furious and call it F nine. Yeah, you know, you just don't know what to do anymore. But well, I agree. Like, yeah, just, I would, I would, just do the Conjuring three. I would, I would have been fine if they had done the Conjuring three. The devil made me do it because you had like it would have been similar to John Wick because John Wick is John Wick, John Wick Chapter Two, and then yeah, yeah they gave John Wick Three Parabellum as the subtitle, but they kept the Chapter Three in there. So if yeah. they had kept the number three, I know that we're like going on a huge rant about the damn subtitle, but yeah, um, but like if they had kept the number three, I think it would have it it would have felt more like The Conjuring to me. At least the second half of the movie would have. Um, Right. What was what was your point? Uh, I'm trying to remember because I was gonna say something and I totally lost my train of thought and now I forget what you even what you even said. There was a oh, what you were saying about like holding a, like these movies to such high standard. I think it's yeah. I think it's because you know like for the longest for there there just seems to be like periods throughout like the years. I would say Scream revitalized the horror genre in the 90s then it's then it just seemed like other than the scream sequels that the horror genre just kind of became a joke again until you got to saw yeah and then saw kind of revitalized everything and then it became a joke again and then you get the conjuring which revitalized the horror genre so it's like yeah we expect more out of these three conjuring movies it it was around the conjuring it was it was like three movies that kind of brought horror back into its yeah, way. Yeah. Um, I think let me let me think. The about Conjuring it. is like the first one that comes to my mind though, because that's like the one that I remember getting actually like getting like good reviews. I don't know what the other two are, but okay. So like the other two was definitely Insidious and yeah. uh, Sinister, right? Yeah. They those three movies kind of they like revitalized it in the 2010s. Exactly, you know what I mean? Because like you're right, 2008, nine, and ten is when we were getting those like those horrible. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, like prom night in and because Insidious was 2010, right? 
I believe so. Let me take yeah. a look. Um, I believe in cities like 2010, and then like that kind of brought it, and you know, yeah, then we started getting a thousand paranormal activities. Yeah. Um, then the Conjuring, I believe, was 2012. Is that am I 13, right with that? 13. Yeah. Sinister was 2000. Right. Yeah. And Sinister was one of the rare movies that I saw. That I was like actually freaked me out. I thought it was great. Yeah, I was um, and then the conjuring freaked me out more. So I was like so excited. <laughs> I was like, horror is back. Um, and then we get to the conjuring two, and audiences res- you know, they they reacted well to these movies as well. Like, yeah. you know, it was working. Exactly. Um, which which kind of shows the spinoffs, and then when you get into when you get into like the conjuring, like you know what I mean, like uh, the last the last conjuring franchise movie was uh, the Curse of La Llorona, and right there I was nervous because I was like, mm-hmm. damn, this guy's doing the conjuring three, mm-hmm. but I don't know, maybe James Wan kind of puts his like his producing skills on him, and maybe he'll like really help this guy kind of bring something out, but it just it just doesn't work for me in the end, yeah. and I, I don't know. Do you have any other thoughts? Like I said, like I think it, I think I feel like I get that feeling in the first half. Because the first half to me felt like it was directed by James Wan, or that he had taken like a protege under his wing and like yeah. showed them the ropes, and then I don't know what the hell happened in the second half. Yeah, uh, I don't know, and it's just I don't know. See, you keep you keep mentioning the first half. Like I just wasn't vibing with anything really. I, yeah, like, like I was fine. Anything yeah. like I I wasn't vibing with. I just Ed and, Ed and Lorraine were, uh, you know. Elizabeth, uh, Elizabeth, um, I'm getting her name, Vera Farmiga, and, uh, you know, and uh, Patrick Wilson, they're both fantastic. Oh, yeah. And they try to to bring something out of this movie, but by the end, when, like, the, these movies never had to rely on a plot device. Right. We have a plot device here. We have, you know what I mean? Like, right. we have, we have an antagonist that's, like, like a like at, at you know to a point the antagonist becomes like a like a comic book villain yep. and it's just really weird and I am um, the end kind of big kind of whatever it was like battle or mm-hmm. I don't I kept calling it a battle because I'm I was so befuddled yeah. but the ending kind of whatever they were doing to to save everyone thing is just everything really took me out of it and I wanted to love this movie and I wanted to give it a chance and I did give it a chance and um yeah. like when I turn over and I watch you guys both like just kind of doze start to doze off I'm like yeah, something is really <laughs> I'm just like yeah. something is really missing here um and Ryan was with this Ryan O'Toole but he couldn't Shout do the review to me yeah it was it was fun watching it with friends and watching it with you guys but at the end of the day I was just so disappointed I... because I, I really wanted I wanted something more from here. I feel like if I watch this by myself, I'm gonna like it less. Like, cause I'm, I'm, yeah, that's I'm, what I'm saying, and that's I'm the sad right part. The I feel middle. the same way. I'm split like right down the middle on it. Like I think I yeah. went, I think I went two and a half out of five on Letterboxd. Uh, yeah, but that but like even then, like I mean, yeah, like that's a mixed. But like even then, like look at look at like a lot of our ratings for the conjuring and the conjuring two on Letterboxd, and then compare them to what me and you ranked them for uh conjuring three like i have the first conjuring at a five the second one at a four and a half and then this one goes down to a two and a half like i don't know how that happens and i think the thing with you you brought up the uh the main entity or antagonist i think the problem that i had with it 
was that I think you reached, and a lot of movies are guilty of doing this, not just the conjuring, but you just reach such a high level of scary with the nun Valak and the second one that ended up being the main entity. It's like, how can you top that? And I, it, it's very hard to top that for me. Yeah, it is. The first, the first one, it kind of had like multiple kind. Like the main entity was like, I forget the name. I forget the name of the entity in the first one. It was, uh, uh, it was yeah, something. Wait, let me see. Let me see if I can look it up real quick. Yeah, the Conjuring. Every time I Google yeah. the Conjuring, the devil made me do it. Comes up, and I'm just like, no. Entity. Conjuring. Prison. Yeah, the the second one was Valak. That was the yeah. big one. Yeah. And then the first one, I forget the name. It was. Uh, it was something, you know, uh, I'm losing the name. The name's gone. It's lost. I, I don't know what it is. Carolyn? No, that's the mother, right? Yeah. Did you have a list in front of you? I'm on like Wikipedia. Like I couldn't find it on IMDb because I don't, I don't, okay. remember, I don't remember their name. Um, but, uh, I'm just trying to like skim through the plot of the first one. Yeah. It was like an entity that I, that I thought, oh, you know, ba- uh, Bathsheba. That's one. That is the one, right? Yeah. Bathsheba or something like that, and that was like it freaked me the fuck out when I was like, you oh, know, dude, when that, I was watching that those movies. Where she just pops up on the bed and spits blood. I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah, that entity was great, and then you go into Valak. That Valak was so iconic that she fucking launched her own. You know, the nun launched yeah. her own like movie You're and stuff. <laughs> Right, the nun was great, and then you go into this one. I don't even remember the name of either. this. It was just yeah. some lady. It was some weird lady who like blew smoke on people. It was so strange. Then, like, I don't know. The, yeah, it was. It was a lady that like blew smoke on people, and then they're like trying to fight it, and then they they fall into like the. I I always go back to Quantum of Solace as like the example, but like the Quantum of Solace like hyper editing type of thing. Where right. Like, they cut it so quick you can't even tell what's going on. I'm like. Who edited this? Like, yeah, yeah, and it's competent. So I mentioned on the world show, I was like, the movie has like, I was like, the ending felt so Avengers, and it really did. I mean, you have you have the guy who's possessed. He's like turning into, he's like floating all up in the. I like, I don't know. I just did not like it, and I so disappointed because I, 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 I'm, you know how like when I do these reviews. If I really don't like something, I like torch it to death. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, I'm the biggest. Like, I will, you know, I would completely go into like just, just go all over it. But this, right, like right now, mm-hmm. I didn't like the movie too much. But I, I'm just like so disappointed because I, I, uh, I think there's a difference between hating a movie and then being disappointed by it. Yeah, and I wanted to like it. I really walked in. Uh, last week, and I really, really wanted to do enjoy it, but I'm disappointed that I didn't. Yeah, but, um, I mean, I was, I was optimistic too. I mean, I would, or at least like going into it, I was optimistic. Well, once I had heard that it was the director of La Llorona, it immediately was worried, and that it, and that it was only, it wasn't the uh, same screenwriters as the first two as well. I was a little worried, um, but I, you know, I gave it a chance. I was like, let me see if they'll surprise me. And I mean, there's, there's some good. That I like, yeah. like again the first half I I thought was fine or competent but right the rest like of it I just, do like I do like the court stuff in here that you know it's not a lot but I do it, like though. it uh, and I like you know Ed and Lorraine Warren I mean I love them they're, they're the they're horror's best couple yeah but um 
and they have a great chemistry. Vera Farmiga, you think they're like, you know, like they have the same amount of chemistry like John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. They have great chemistry going back and forth with each other. So, uh, yeah, they completely, they try their best to save the movie, but in the end, I just wasn't really a big fan yeah, it, of it, The Conjuring. The devil made me do it. Yeah, I, it was, um, I'm sad about it. Yeah, me too. I, it was it yeah. was disappointing for me, especially after how good the first two were. Um, the universe itself has been, I would say, mostly on the positive side for me. I didn't like The Nun. I didn't like um, Curse of La Llorona. I can't say anything about yeah. the first Annabelle. The, the Annabelle creation, I thought, was solid. Annabelle Comes Home was okay. We saw that together. Yeah, yeah, that was that was okay. It was good. I had fun. You know. Yeah, I had fun with it, but I feel like it tried to be way way too comedic at times. Um, but uh, and they went batshit crazy with that one with the fucking werewolf. Yeah, and stuff, but I, I I mean I had a good time. I had yeah. a good time. <laughs> but like even like even the way they um, they uh, opened Annabelle comes home with the the uh, opening crawl like scrolling up like how they do it in the Conjuring movies. Yeah. Um, I just I don't know like even even just like reading that. Like in this movie, I know it's like the littlest thing, but like even just reading that, I could tell that this was gonna be kind of like, eh. <laughs> you also know, you know what probably did it for us too is that this was kind of, uh, you know, the screening we went to was kind of private. It was kind of right. was, and um, you know, thanks to once again, thanks to Warner Brothers for uh, you know, let it, you know, yeah. send, you know, for. Um, you know, yes. inviting us to these screenings. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll always be grateful One good thing. Uh, to, to go to these. But, you know, it maybe it would have hit different if we saw it with a, with a packed audience, maybe. you know? Yeah. Maybe, maybe I would have, because, you know, I remember watching Annabelle Comes Home with you and we were at a screening yeah. and it was a packed screening and everyone was having fun. And maybe if it wasn't, if the screening had like more life to it, mm-hmm. as far as like, you know, being with an audience, maybe we, we would have enjoyed it more because I do know that sometimes when you watch movies as an audience it's different when you're watching it on your own right um you know so I, maybe that has something to do with it but i i just know that uh yeah i just wasn't really i just wasn't really too big of a fan of this like one. it's it's only an hour and 52 so it's the same length as the first one and it dude it felt a lot longer it did feel it did feel very long i will say that i it did feel very long but all right. Um, with that being said, everyone, that is our review for The Conjuring. The Devil Made Me Do It. Uh, if you're into these, I, I say take a chance on it and, uh, you know, see and see. You know, I, I think if you're into these movies and you're into the universe, I think give it a shot. Yeah. Uh, I won't say don't see it or anything like that. Like, I didn't hate it or anything. I was right. just very disappointed with it. Right. But, uh, you know, I definitely recommend it if you're into this franchise and stuff and want to just check it out. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. All right. With that being said... Everyone, that is our review, and I will go to Alex so you can let everyone know where they can follow you. Uh, you can find me at my official website, alexmadamovies.mystrikingly.com. All my social media links are there. Uh, I got some videos coming. I already have them uploaded. Uh, quiet, late review for A Quiet Place 2. Uh, my review of The Conjuring 3 is up, as well as a review for Corella. Blu-ray haul coming uh, this weekend, so expect that on the channel. All right, and with that being said, you can follow me on Twitter at Cinemaniac94. You can follow the podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And that is it, everyone. Thank you guys for joining us. My name is Dwayne. That was Alex. We'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Adios.